Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Ben Does What He Wants, a podcast. This is a late to the party edition. I am your host, Ben Schlofelt. Ben Schlofelt, uh, B-E-N-S-C-H-L-O-T-F-E-L-T. It looks like Ben Schlotfelt. So when you look at my website, which you will, will certainly do, you'll know how to spell it. Um, and I'd like to uh, welcome my guest, Shirley, you must be drooking. Drew Shirley yes. is here today with t- today with us. I had no idea it was pronounced Schlofeld. Schlofeld. Yeah, I mean, you probably said Schlotfeld because the in my head. Well, there's a T right there in the middle of it. Yeah. The I don't. The 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 legend is that the T was dropped at Ellis Island, uh-huh. or or whatever whatever immigration right. service right. you know to make it sound less harsh and Germanic. Right. Uh, my I guess the fam my family immigrated before World War One, but I don't know. It might have been something that just slowly faded during a lot of anti-German uh, hysteria in the United States during World War One and World War Two. So it was at one point Schlottfeld. Yeah, if you go to if you go to the Mutterland, uh-huh. the Mutterland, it would be Schlottfeld or like Schlottfeld. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sehr gut. But now it is Schlofeld. Uh, or some people say Slowfelt also. Mm. My brother says Slowfelt. I still say Schlofeld. I hit that sh sound hard. So your family actually pronounces your last name differently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he's but my dad and my brother are both teachers, so or were teachers. My dad's retired, so um Yeah, let's see. I'm just gonna have to turn you up. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, there you are. <laughs> yeah, whatever you need, baby. <laughs> um, no, no, no. I sh- I'll turn you up. Thank you. On and on. <laughs> there it is. Uh, anywho, um, so Drew, thank you for being with us today. I uh, want to give a little tell people about yourself at all. Um, in, in, this is your time for an introduction. Uh, who are you, Drew? Why are you here? Oh man, cool. Um, I guess I'm here because I'm friends with Ben. And um, we met temping, or I was temping. Ben was was formerly temping. Once temped and then became permanent um, at this job. Um, And uh, we were kind of like, well, I was like, I guess, like a janitor, I guess, or something akin to it. Yeah. You you were me before uh, I... Before you became you. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And we we share a love of podcasts and uh, nerdy things. Indeed. And we both are actors or are trying to be as often as we can. (laughs) And we both... Preach. (laughs) Say that truth. Um, And uh, that's that's why I think I'm here is because we randomly talked about this stuff. Are, Are you on Podbean? I am. I am. So I mean, I think in some ways I can claim a little bit of no, the birth. No, I I used of you. Slow felt. Yep, I used you for a lot of because you had a po- you have a podcast mm-hmm. already, and you're one of the few people. Actually, you might be the only person I know aside from myself. Oh no, that's not true. I know some other folks do, but who is doing something consistently um, in the podcast universe and had insight as to how and where one might start if they wanted to start a podcast. Man, and it's so. kind of like all those things, right? Like I like grouted my tub for the first time and it's like, wait, is that what we're, Oh yeah, we're here to talk that. about grouting, but I was like, <laughs> you like all these terrible things that not terrible, but semi intimidating things until you do them. Mm-hmm. Then they can kind of be, uh, not as intimidating, kind of easy. What's it like? Uh, how do you feel about doing the podcast? Are you I, like enjoying it? I like it. It's been, it, the inter- I'm I'm I feel like I'm always getting better at interviewing, trying to listen, trying uh-huh. to ask more. Uh, um, 
I don't know, insightful questions, uh, keep the conversation go, you know, directed. Cause honestly, I've had a lot of trouble with tangents. Okay. Um, and, and some conversation, Which is what I'm doing to you right well, now. It's okay. Um, and some, <laughs> some, uh, guests and some subjects, uh, just kind of lead into them very easily. And right. not that that's a bad thing. It's just, uh, and, and honestly, I mean, it is, this podcast is called Ben does what he wants for a reason. I'm not, I'm, this is, is for the listeners, but it's also a way for me to get better at podcasting and, mm-hmm. and, um, and I hope it's entertaining cause it's awfully fun for me. Right. Um, and a lot of learning technical things all the time, uh, cause this is not as, you know, open and shut as I'd like it to be, you know, plugging right. in mics, right. uh, hitting record. Like there's all these interfaces and sure. settings and how much do you think you know now about sound like how if you were to put yourself like comparing yourself to someone who like went to a community college and had a course in sound design i i still think that they would know worlds more than i do especially That's how i feel too in, like a thousand times and, more. and at least in the <laughs> jargon yeah. like i i always forget what like a daw a daw a a direct audio or digital audio workstation or workplace or something like that, which is your user interface or a software that allows you to record on your computer. This is all really interesting stuff for people who care about. This is how like podcasting is, uh, and a lot of all, obviously all the pros that you hear, you know, uh, your Rogans and your comedy bang bangs and whatnot. Mm -hmm. They have, they have uh, people for that. Yeah, engineers who sit yeah. in booths and just listen to them and adjust And that's everything. their interest, or at least that's become their, their yeah. livelihood. And a lot of those people I, I hear are just musicians who <laughs> right. need Understand an outlet. sound, and mm-hmm. this is another way to make money. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been great. This is, uh, I'll have something close to 20 episodes soon. Man, that's great. Um, and I should be releasing fairly soon some uh, original content. Uh, not that this is original content, but like... Uh, I'm doing an idea called like a, like three minute pilots. Okay. Um, they're going to be very, very short, um, uh, three minutes ish, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that is like going to be the teaser for a, uh, a podcast that probably won't ever happen. Like the one I'm working on is about a, a superhero janitor. Oh, so you're pitching podcasts like well, three the, minute. Yeah. Pitches. Yeah. But just for, for content, like teasers at the end of one no, of these episodes. No, that's totally fun. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. more about me. Uh, doing soundscapes and like, okay, yeah, you know how do, how does a garbage monster sound that kind of thing like and trying to piece those things together and get just you know practice makes you a better podcaster, right? Makes you well, better you at have sound. a whole interest also in like doing all kinds of voices and characters. Exactly, that's also a big part of it too. Um, so, anywho, yeah, thank you for asking, Drew. Uh, <laughs> so that's who you are. <laughs> Uh, do you have any, uh, uh, plugs, anything? Like, I know you got some shows coming up in the summer. Um, I mean, you know, if people are interested in that, I do, I do like theater. I do like, I do some theater that maybe not everyone would love, but I'm passionate about and it's like quiet, tiny stuff. And then I do other theater that's uh bigger. Um, and so like right now I'm getting ready to do Hamlet at Chicago shakes and that'll start rehearsal, I guess, uh, in like two weeks. Nice. And uh, that'll be cool because that's like Raul Esparza who's mm-hmm. playing Hamlet, um, which is kind of cool and, and funny because I think he's like almost 60. 
Maybe fifties. It, it's uh, like, hey, look, I can yeah, look you up. can look it up. So it's like a really fascinating. One of my buddies was chuckling because at the auditions for this thing, they told him he was too. He didn't look like the right age, and he was like, "Well, what the hell?" <laughs> um, but it'll be cool to see how they make all of that work, and it's also cool that they got. He's forty eight. Forty eight. Okay, so he's almost fifty. Um, so fascinating to do a show about being. I mean, you can always have lost a father, but it really fascinating to work on that show. Like as a, you know, cause traditionally it's seen as a, I guess it's a part of it is about like how humanity finds itself or how, how we figure out how our mind works. Mm-hmm. And like Hamlet is doing that. He's dealing with deep depression, not depression. That's not fair. He's dealing with tragedy and he's dealing with loss. And he's also dealing with like, what do I do next? Which I think we all relate to. Like, mm-hmm. what do I need to do to feel full? And with that said, like, what's it mean when somebody like 50 plays it, who I think the rest of us look at, like, as like, you should have your fi- life figured out. Yeah. Why now. haven't you, you know, and I guess in the plot, he's just come back from college, but who knows how they're going to change yeah, it. Yeah. So that well, should be interesting. I, I, mean, I, th- I, I think we see a lot of narratives that play off that, uh, middle-aged man who still has, or woman who has no idea what they're doing with their life. Sure. I think um, I'm going to be that guy. I think all millennials are going to be those, <laughs> those guys. Um, We'll, we'll we'll get to be you know fifty years old and we have barely anything. We maybe we don't have a four hundred one k at all. Right. Well, maybe. I wonder if part of that too is like this feeling of like being our 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 culture, our era of like we should be more always. Like it's not about like whether we found something. Each of us have plenty of things to be proud of and that we've worked hard yeah. on. But like that, it's more about we live in a culture right now that's always grasping for more, but also how accessible it is. Like when you see YouTube stars or exactly. podcasts where you're like, if I just do the right. I'll have this idea of success or happiness. And then success, <laughs> and, then, success is, and v- like the value of that, how is it measured? Who is doing the measuring? Right. Is Because is, somebody could, uh, you know, clean their house and be like, man, I feel so accomplished. I can just play video games for the next week and feel, feel okay about that. Whereas sure. somebody else is like, I got to close this deal. I got to buy that car. Right. I got to make love to that supermodel. And maybe then I will feel close to satisfied right you know, and then there's the whole eastern versus western culture thing of like do one small right. thing really well like devote yourself to that mm-hmm. or is it like get 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 yeah how, how many how can you half-ass how many things can you half-ass and feel good about you know right yeah. so i do I'm, I'm gonna do that show and that'll be it'll be really interesting barbara Gaines is directing it who's like the mm-hmm. head honcho of chicago shakes so yep. that'll be interesting too just to see what that looks like it'll be an experience and we should all check it out every listener yeah if you want to i mean if you like hamlet yeah um it'll be abridged a bit i'm sure i don't know man yeah i mean sure a little i don't know though man i don't know really yeah it's i mean it's it it's cut there's definitely cuts but i mean i think she's going for it is cut there's cut yeah rip but there's also like i think (laughs) added like there's some there's some songs and stuff. Oh, fun! Well, so, there's always a couple songs in in Hamlet, aren't there? I mean, yeah, sort of. Ophelia sings yeah. uh, in her madness. Um, that does, doesn't the gravedigger sing something as well? Yeah, he has like a limerick that yeah. he kind of. Uh, I guess you could sing for a grave, it. a grave, the mm-hmm. da 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 where he's talking. Yeah, he. Yeah, yes, there are those. But I'm talking about like actual. And isn't isn't actual Shakespeare just numbers just poetry without music? Well said. <laughs> <laughs> So I do that and I'll, yeah, I do. I'm going to do like, I'll be doing Chekhov. I do Chekhov around Chicago with this group called one year Chekhov and you can check out their website, but they do Chekhov in a bar. And it was one of the things that like I did, uh, 
I came and saw when I first came to Chicago. I like checked them out. I was just like, this is really <laughs> interesting. It checked them. I didn't even. Yeah. And then, um, and then I, I fought really hard that like maybe there could be an outside eye. That was kind of my goal. Cause mm-hmm. what I love is directing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so now we do that. There's a, there's a, so it's kind of like this backroom shakes feel of like no rehearsal. And yet now we've moved more into like, there's like three or four days of rehearsal now, um, with these actors still coming, they've had three days of rehearsal and then they're performing for you. That's nuts. But I think it's still the thing of trying to balance, um, kind of just like a checkout performance, how much is gratifying for the actor versus how much is gratifying for the audience and how can we find a middle ground? Cause yeah. I think a lot of times with that kind of like, uh, acting actors love it. Um, but I don't know that audiences always do, but they can and they should. And so I'm fighting for that kind of like because telling we, a story. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I always like the idea of, of theater, not just being for other theater artists, mm-hmm. right? Cause it, mm-hmm. I, I like Chekhov, but I like Chekhov more when I perform it and when I read it. Um, I've seen some performances that are like good, but mm-hmm. it's, I, I always, not always, I tend to have a, man, I wish I was up there. Like I want to, sure. I, or I would do it this way or that way. And, yeah. Um, it'd be nice to have something that, uh, that was somewhere in between. Right. Sure. Or yeah. I mean, I think that's also just a whole other discussion about artists watching other art. Well, too. yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, yeah. Inspiration, um, jealousy, whatever you want to. Sure. <laughs> I mean, that's just like a sports player. I mean, mm-hmm. if you don't have some level of that competition in you. Um, you know, I don't know. And then at the same time, the best actors I've met are the ones who are not very insecure and they're the ones who are filled with empathy are usually the most talented as well. Well, they're not, they're not seeking that. Like, it's like they see it, they can appreciate what you did and they know they're self-assured, right? Sure. Or, you know, part of it too, is that whole thing, that theory of like what beauty is like Mm -hmm. beautiful people are people who actually just find other people beautiful. And by being in their presence, we find them so stunning because it's like when you meet a president like that way of like where people describe meeting Bill Clinton. Um, like, all presidents? Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, not all presidents, that's for sure. Uh, rough day for that cat. I love it. Uh, hopefully more to come. Yeah. Um, Do you think so, though? Probably not, right? Uh, I mean... I'm, he's going to be gone, and then he's going to be in jail, but we're not going to see anything cool. But then again, maybe that's seeing him point. in jail would be cool? Yeah, it is, but it's like, I don't know, it's a very Game of Thrones He'll kind have of done thing. His, the damage will have been done. Yeah, I mean, we've already, and we did it to ourselves, and we're already, like, very, like... <laughs> I think we're pretty embarrassing at this point as yep. a culture. But with that said, it's like, I think we live in a world where we want to be like, and the bad guy gets it. And mm-hmm. that doesn't really, that's not really the world. Well, I mean, justice only exists in movies, right? Right. Yeah. And I mean, also flip side of that, I think his own personal torture, it sounds like that goes on inside his own head. Well, he never wanted like, to be president. Right? Yeah. Like the world he lives in sure sounds hellish. Like mm-hmm. it, he, to me, seems like the smallest man, like a very small, small person yeah. who uh, is so terrified of being seen as small and insignificant. Um, but he is now the president. So he'll always be a number in a long line of numbers. Truth. Um, and he'll always be there. Somebody said, uh, somebody was like yelled fake news, like as a joke, like a couple of days ago, like, you know, something we were doing. And I remember just like getting my, I was rankled by it because I was like, <laughs> even just valuing something this dude made up like that. I know not just him, but it's kind of been a mantra that he has, it's come to completion now. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a bummer that like, there's an argument there, but it's like, Man, I hate that that's like a thing now. Yeah, it's take it, that away, take away journal. Oh man, scary. As long as you don't get dismembered, right? Right. Um, 
Anywho, let's let's yeah. do a quick shift. According to Wikipedia, worldwide there has been a large shift towards less physically demanding work and a more sedentary lifestyle. Yeah, this has been accompanied by increasing use of mechan of mechanized transportation, a greater prevalence of labor-saving technology in the home, and less active recreational pursuits. Mm -hmm. At least thirty-one percent of the world's population does not get sufficient physical exercise. Thirty-one percent of the world. Yeah, that's got to be like. Man, that's that's fascinating yep. just in and of itself what that means. It's a lot of the world. Yep. This is true in almost <laughs> all developed and, and developing countries and among children. Some experts refer to sitting as, quote unquote, the new smoking because of its negative effects on overall health. Wow. And here we are sitting down. Yeah. In ancient Greece and Rome, uh, a public place devoted... Uh, in ancient Greece... And Rome, a public place devoted to athletic athletes training called gymnasium uh, for Greeks and palestra, uh, palestra for Romans existed in cities. Fitness was regarded as a concept shaped by two cultural codes, rationalization and aestheticism, authenticity and hedonism, respectively. In Greece, gymnastic excellence was regarded as a noble and godly pursuit and was included in a complete education. Gymnasiums became the center of the community, being associated with the arts, the study of logic, and a source of entertainment. Skilled athletes attained an elevated status and devoted their lives to becoming proficient in exercise. Jump ahead. Big jump. From around 1800, gymnastics developed in Western countries was meant to enhance body in order to sus sustain public morals and to mold better citizens. What? Yeah. There's actually like a, a big political and gym, like gym movement. There was a group of people called like the Turners from G Germany. Who, oh, of course they're German. Yeah. Who were not only uh, like health nuts, but uh, like were very political. Um, hmm. Pierre Henrik Ling was a pioneer in the teaching of physical education in Sweden, and he sought to reform and improve the gymnastics of the ancient Greeks. In 1850, the Supreme Medical Board of Russia, the Supreme, Supreme Medical, Medical Board, Board, the Supreme Medical Board yeah, of Russia, reported to their emperor on Ling's system that by improving one's overall fitness, an athlete became superior to those who merely focused on a subset of muscles or actions. In the mid-19th century, the world saw the rise of physical culture, a movement that emphasized the importance of physical exercise for men, women, and children alike. Uh, Dio Lewis, a physician who also invented the beanbag chair, by the way, even advocated for males and females exercising together in the gym. Competition with other countries during wartime became a big factor in promoting physical superiority as well, like mm -hmm. in Cold War, World War II, all that sure. stuff. So after World War II, a new form of non-organized, individualistic, health-oriented physical and recreational activities, such as jogging, began to prevail. The Royal Canadian Air Force exercise plans in 1961, developed by Bill Orban and the United States Air Force Colonel Kenneth Cooper's books, Aerobics, 1968, and mass market version, the new aerobics in 1979, helped to launch modern fitness culture. There was a running boom in the 70s inspired by the Olympics. Aerobics, a form of group gymnastics actively performed with the support of music, became popular in the 1980s after the re release of Jane Fonda's exercise videos in 1982. Huh. That was a big thing. My dad would will talked about like, yeah, no one worked out. And then everybody saw Jane Fonda yeah. and then everybody started working out. Huh. Fitness began to be commercialized. 
Gyms were set up with goals not to improve public health, but to stimulate and exploit the desire of people to keep fit, have fun, and improve themselves. It can also be observed in today's gyms where bodybuilders are trying to reach their aesthetic ideas through muscle development, using weights, and other equipment. The term gym is often associated with the term fitness, and going to the gym means doing exercises in fitness institutions such as fitness centers, health clubs, or gym clubs where people have to pay for membership in order to use fitness equipment and participate in group fitness activities with instructors such as aerobics and yoga classes. I know this is very dry, but I think this is all getting to what we're talking about here. This, there is a, oh, I, I skipped a, Advances in technology in the 21st uh, century have changed the way of doing fitness activities. The quantified self has become a new phenomenon where people use technological devices to support their workouts. It is characterized by the use of gadgets such as the pedometer, GPS, heart rate monitor, and smartphone apps to quantify or monitor the exerciser's efforts. There is a decrease in popularity of pure aerobic exercises, the attention is moving from aerobics, bodybuilding, and traditional technique of exercises to new forms of exercise such as yoga, Zumba, Pilates, spinning, and aquacycling, Tai Chi, kickboxing, and outdoor fitness. And here's where it gets. Mass media plays an important role in shaping fitness culture because of the message of the ideal body image they convey. Media such as TV, magazines, and book publications tend to promote slimness or even thinness as the ideal standards of female body image and slenderness or muscularity as the ideal male body image. Commercial advertisements have also created an influential and powerful force in promoting a stereotype of an ideal body image, which is not limited to fashion advertisements. Advertisements on commodities such as watches, smartphones, and household appliances have promoted an ideal body image of women and men as well. The perception of being slim and thin for women and slender and muscular for men became a stereotype in society, creating a social, social-cultural pressure and influencing people to engage in fitness in order to pursue the ideal body image promoted by the mass media. Exercising and dieting is often seen as the best way to achieve such an ideal body image. For instance, physical publications promote an idea that doing physical exercise is the natural medicine for your body and health. On the other hand, fashion magazines promote slimness and thinness as an ideal female image. To promote high fashion, models uh, are usually slim and thin. There is also a significant increase of diet and weight loss articles in magazines. In addition, the shape of models has changed dram dramatically towards a more tubular female form in high fashion culture, often sparking controversies. Mm. People who regularly attend fitness instructions uh, institutions uh, tend to make friends at these locations. They want to feel part of a group. Is that why you did it? <laughs> uh, which can be referred to as a community feeling as the behavior of a group membership is transmitted from member to member within a group. However, this kind of friendship usually remains restricted to the fitness institution. Uh, besides the atmosphere uh, in fitness, institutions created by people with the same goal becomes a force of motivation. When people go to fitness institutions or start a new activity, they can be encouraged by others to give support to each other. In addition, fitness institutions can, be func can function as dating agencies, uh, creating chances to meet people apart from workplaces, Music, body movement, and costumes of people exercising can easily draw attention and become an occasion to engage with each other. 
Is that why you go to the gym? <laughs> Another important aspect of fitness culture is the gender differ- differentiation in exercises performed. One study showed that women prefer to do cardiovascular exercise over weight training. Uh, it allows them to gain strength without transgressing norms for female physical appearance, whereas men prefer exercises like bodybuilding or boxing in order to be more muscular. Fitness institutions are places where people can cultivate their individual needs in terms of keeping fit and having fun with other people. They can they have been developed as commercial environments since the 1980s. The concept beyond this commercial aspect can be explained by the idea of making the best use of time because people must pay for their membership in order to join a fitness institution. Thus, they are considered customers. Fitness institutions are trying to explore the market by pro- providing extra services such as personal trainers, coaches, and experts. We're almost done. Mm-hmm. The popularity of personal trainers can be explained by the analysis of rule-governed behavior in terms of evolutionary thinking. From this perspective, personal trainers act as a speaker to give rules, while trainees and listeners to follow the rules. Much human behavior starts out from rule-governed behavior and switches to long-term control. Whether the trainer will continue the training depends on the reinforcement by following the rules of the personal trainers. Because being fit and bodily well-being is a long-term contingency of fitness activities. The role of personal trainers has been revealed uh, has revealed a phenomenon which can be explained from the sociological perspective of outsourced self. This means transferring our own responsibility to another keeping healthy and well are, are people uh, keeping healthy and well are people's own responsibility however people are hiring personal trainers to be responsible for it it is also relevant to the perspective of body work in the socio in the society sociology of body people are outsourcing their own bodies to the paid workers in order to keep healthy and prevent illness that's that's the that's the info on fitness culture because we're here to talk about the gym going to the gym and i know that was a lot but like i i found it all very interesting uh-huh. and got like some of it i'm sure people who are listening like oh yeah duh duh for duh like that's we all know that but i think hearing it laid out in such a fashion uh sort of elucidates any like misconceptions we might have about like that it's we are being exploited and we're being told that we're supposed to be beautiful so that we go to the gym and pay, you know, spend money on all these things um, because somehow going to the gym is better for us or we will get in shape rather than just like going outside and running, which is free. Yeah. But anywho, we're not here to talk about me. Why are you late to this party? Drew, the oh, gym. Man. Why am talk I? Talk to me about the gym talk to you about the gym i'm interested and actually i was gonna ask you like because you have a trainer right not anymore but i did for a while there i tried to have a trainer for quite a while though yeah i had two um, two trainers we we did we did eight weeks of training Uh uh-huh yeah um but how do you feel about what you just read about having a personal well I, i knew like i knew that going in like this is i didn't want a trainer they we got a sweet deal on it um mm-hmm. because we had just signed up for this gym which is close to my girlfriend's work. Sure. Uh, and they're like, hey, yeah, you're signing up. You get this, you know, get X amount of dollars off your, you know, this X amount of time with a trainer. We're like, well, 
we looked at each other. We'd never done it before. Yeah. So we decided, like, let's try it this one time and see how we like it. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's too expensive. Yeah. (laughs) Even when it's discounted, it's too expensive. Mm. Uh, And we are not that i don't think it was so it is nice about it and i got to it in this in the in the the history there is having having because we are paying for it i'm like well i gotta go yeah i have to go i paid like 80 bucks for this thing yeah um and there's also you don't want to disappoint your trainer oh uh you want to feel like you're making gains because like are they judging me right even though they you know they care in as much as you care if you care a lot then they'll care a lot because they know that you're going to push them to be a better trainer i think it's a two-way street when it comes sure. to, uh, to personal training the, like because if you tell them like oh, i want to get in really really good shape but you're not going to put the time in mm-hmm. then they're not going to they they can yell at you all that they want but like you're the one paying for it and right it's a job to them right so um and not that i felt we were mistreated by our trainers like we yeah. had great trainers very friendly people um but yeah, I stopped because I, I can't afford it. And also I want the freedom of like, I want to exercise when I want to exercise. I don't want to have to bust my balls to get off work at 4.30 so I can get to the, the gym at 5 o'clock exactly to meet with my trainer. If I want to get there at 5.15 because the train's late or I'm feeling lazy or I had to stay late from work. Like, yeah, it's um, and God, you know, God forbid you go in the morning. Like, I can't do that. Did you find yourself working out more when you had a... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, we'd go, like, three three days a week, for yeah. sure. Because we, for a while, we had trainers on the same day. And then, eventually, when we switched trainers up, we had our training sessions on different days. So like, Brooklyn would be working out with her trainer, and I would work out by myself. And then we'd meet up afterwards and go home, you know? Yeah. Um. So, it, it was nice that we had that thing to do... Um. And we both, you know, felt like we were in better shape, but also, uh, it's, it, it feels like you have to really want to commit to it. That has to be like your hobby. Yeah. You know, like, whereas I was also trying to yeah. get this podcast off the ground and, sure. um, I saw the day job and I was auditioning for voiceover stuff and, um, it's, and then we had a social life, like, you know, outside of that, right. we had, hang out with friends uh we have family in town niece uh, nephews are everywhere um mm-hmm. and it's it just felt like in addition to the thing to the obligations that we felt were more important it was that like oh gosh and we should go to the gym shouldn't we we'll feel good if we go to the gym but man uh, right i'm exhausted from my life right yeah no i hear that i think i've been um I've been hitting the gym really hard like the last month. I've gone great just about every day. Like oh nice. Yeah. I'm doing like I did like three weeks in a row where it was every day. Um and it feels good, but I've also been able to I had like an editing job, so I was able to like finish that up and then I've had like a month off. Which, Where'd you get that what kind of editing job? I can't tell you about. Oh no, it was uh, through a uh, my wife's company, uh, they needed some tutorial videos and they needed some film shot. And I, I, I've got some history with like shooting and editing my nice. own stuff yeah. and everything. So I was able to pop it all together. Cool. Sorry, um, I shouldn't, I should keep on topic. I should keep on topic. Um, man, so, this is your time. This it, no, is no, your special you're, time. You're you can guest. do whatever you want. Uh, no, but like, that's the name of the podcast, but I, I still want to, <laughs> uh, you know, honor not, your it, yeah, it, your my goal guest is, yeah you're and you're here i can listen to myself talk all the time uh, right but i'm listening to you talk well, so it's I, different uh, you know don't turn tables okay me, all right 
Uh, what do you want me to talk about? Well, you want- so you've been going f- pretty consistently this whole last month. Yeah. Um, what's your, what, what's your impression of like the, the fitness co- gym culture? Like, are well, I think you- it's interesting what you were saying about the app thing. Cause it's like, or about people using smartphones and stuff. What mm-hmm. really got me hooked was, uh, my buddy gave me an app called five by five. I, I used to use that too. Strong yeah. lifts. Five yeah, by five. Man, yeah. It's just like three workouts. Three, um, th- and the alternate, like you, you always do squats. Well, it's just squats forever, yeah. you know. Squats um, and deadlifts. But I kind of love military it. Press. So I, I, I go and do like my own aerobic stuff or mm-hmm. whatever. I do some like handstands and cartwheels in the corner in my tights. Mm-hmm. No, oh, uh, really? yeah. So you do go for dating reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then Is that the app right there in the corner. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it starts you off kind of easy and yeah. then works like just, you up. Just using and, the, the bar without weight. Right. Now I'm kind of at the point now where I'm like, oh, man, I kind of need a spot once in a while, You've, but I'm yeah. still trying to do it by yeah. myself. So if you don't see me again, that's what happened. Um, you got killed doing deadlifts. Was, yeah, deadlifted. My, my butthole fell out on <laughs> the deadlift. You don't need that. Yeah, it's useless. <laughs> just a silly sock of skin. It is. Um, but, you know, I, I dig it. I I enjoy it quite a bit. It's an interesting thing though, all that stuff of, I think I genuinely do feel better when I do it, but also I think maybe changing my entire day as opposed to just spending that hour at the gym would be something interesting for me to think about too. It's like, how much sitting do I do and how much, um, you know, like other stuff could I be doing if I was more active, how would that add to, or would I be exhausted? So I wouldn't be able to work as hard at the gym. It's all this big balance stuff, but I think more than anything, it's like, helps me and my wife right now i feel like both i uh, just feel a little bit does better. she go with you uh not usually she does a class called well so she did at the start but now she's been working a lot so she kind of goes on her own i pay for both our memberships so i think she's got that guilt mm-hmm. like she'll <laughs> she works yeah, out yeah, you know because yeah. not that she wouldn't but like i think that's like how it's operating on her a little bit so she does at least three times a week and she does a class called work where they go and do <laughs> dancing oh nice uh, and she likes that a lot and uh yeah i don't know i i I think it's a cool thing it's a it's definitely a culture which is an interesting thing and i have no interest so far in pursuing any friendships but i have thought about like the people at the front desk i was like i should learn his name i've seen him every day for like a month i should say especially the one that's nice to me i should like learn his name you you might also since you're not you don't have the nine to five thing going on you have the advantage of going at you know 11 a.m uh which is a completely different yep. atmosphere than when yep. we have to go at the 5 six p.m. o'clock or whatever yeah. a crowd or which the is, or the seven a.m. crowd, which are I hear are but I hear that's terrible too. Like yeah. you know, um, that's so I, I'm glad you're enjoying your your time and your experience. And I generally feel that people who do get into you know physical activity, like no one, no one's ever regretted it. I've never heard right. anybody say like, oh, that was the worst decision I've ever made. In Feels my life. like there's more anxiety about for me at least. Like, did I work hard enough? Mm-hmm. You know, that's probably the only negative that comes from working out. I feel like for me, it's like that I, I leave and sometimes I go like I could have gotten harder. Well, they say that uh, um, any working out is better than no working oh, out. Oh, for sure. Like, and I think five by five is an interesting because of the way it's built, like the that there's just these three lifts. Like I can do it every day. Yeah. yeah, I can. My back, I had to icy hot it for like the first two weeks of like wow. doing squats because I have a terrible lower back. I played oh. baseball in high school and I swung once and I ripped a muscle Ooh. from about like above my butt crack to like my Ooh. middle of my back. And I just Did went you hit down. a home run? I missed. Oh. Um, so it was just me kind of paralyzed on the ground. I couldn't, I couldn't move. I couldn't oh, move. Gosh. Um, they eventually, you know, then my dad took me to a chiropractor who was a family friend. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, he thought it was like my spine. So he started wrenching me. Um, so he tore it much farther. Oh, and it's kind of like a thing we don't, I don't know. I feel like I bring it up to my family quite a bit, but it's never like acknowledged that that's what happened. Oh, <laughs> but yeah. it's like totally what happened. <laughs> so like this doctor, this family friend exacerbated things. Yeah, absolutely. By yeah. I'm like, I mean, who knows? I was in high school. So my memory of that, maybe that's an untruth, but my, you know, we're like a Midwestern family. We don't really, but like, just looking back on it, I'm like, my back has been permanently fucked since that Oof. moment. So I always have to be, whenever I play basketball and stuff, I always have to stretch before. And, be very cautious. Yeah, and it'll go out every once in a while. The, the tear is still there, you know. Uh, so will anyways. Never, will heal? Uh, no, not completely. No, it's Oof. never healed completely. Damn so man. like. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's, okay. that's fine. So everybody's got their, you know, their thing. Yeah. yeah. I um. But what's interesting is that this exercise regime is like a squat every day and i was pretty afraid of squats always so starting really light's been good yeah and then i've been you know it causes you to like watch youtube videos and research and yeah. stuff i and mean so i watched like, the guy who made up the the five by five just like looking at form looking at him sure do it a i did a bunch of different forms with all the different things and i still don't think i'm doing like the deadlift or the rows as good as i could you know i'd like to be cleaner but like yeah, yeah, i, I mean, spent a lot of time with Right, we're Practice, doing it, yeah, yeah. and like that's what squats was too. I was like, oh man, the reason my back hurts is because I'm not uh, my weight is too far forward or back. It's not yeah. about how straight I am or yeah, like that can it's, help. it's actually it's totally about your feet. Just and like with feet? squats or like they sell squat shoes. Did yep. you see that? I've that's like it. a crazy. It's like and they recommend it. They're like do barefoot or squats. I still do it in my tennis shoes because I'm not doing enough weight to like. Really? Yeah, it's it. You probably yes. Um, and they and the thing is. They can you can read every one of them, but you still have to find uh, the one that's like because there are a lot of modifications that are going to work for a lot of different people. Sure, because um, like they always say, like you know, push from your heels and make sure that your right. that your knees don't go past your toes. And some people will say like, no, no, it's right, it's fine, it's it's if honestly, if it like if you're working the muscles and you're not hurting yourself, right, that's the key. Then, yeah. then that's that's what because it's a big thing because it's like for me, different. it's like not helpful to think about shooting from your heels because then your your toes are going up. Because you're pressing down with your heels. But you've heard that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, no, it's like got to be. I think for me, what's really helpful is thinking about my core and like locking it up that's, and that's, pushing. That's my best advice like to anybody. Tension. <laughs> if, if you keep your tummy tight, yeah. you won't hurt your back. It's almost all lifts. Like if you do anything, lock your core. Because like, I don't know about me, my core is really weak. Just probably from like video games and everything else. Video games it's really great. good. Uh, it's a really good thing to well, remember. And, and like they say you should be doing that with almost all your exercises. Anyway. Right. Yeah. Like everything saying. you're doing, you should be keeping your tummy tight. But we don't because it's work. Do you call do it that. tummy? I call it my tummy. <laughs> I, call lots of, I call it lots of stuff. Uh, the fingies. De- depends on what, uh, what Toesies. it's up to. Yeah. I, Nosies. My tummy. Um, <laughs> so, well, so, and I, I what I'm finding, I, I like that we are both talking about weightlifting as like... What do you feel about this gendered idea that women have to do, have to run on the treadmill and yeah. we got to bench press? I mean, that's definitely something. I don't know. The place I go, the one woman who I always see kind of doing the same thing I'm doing is a, it's a woman who's doing the same. I usually see her around the same time. She's well, I t- always I doing I tell my girlfriend do squat, squats like, all the time. Cause they, they get that shelf. Well, she, they're talking about like, <laughs> she's worried that she's, she doesn't want to bulk up, but I'm like, you're, you're not going to, you're not going to bulk up. But also what, what the hell do I know? Mm-hmm. I'm not, a, I'm not a, a <laughs> I'm not a doctor. That's your job. Right. Um, 
And but I, I'm almost certain she won't bulk up. She'll just get build some muscle, which is what she wants to do. Right. Um, most people don't bulk up unless they are really trying to bulk yeah, up. Yeah, get that whey, yeah. that protein, and get that get that mad squat on. And you got to be going all the time and lifting a lot of weight, or yeah. you do drugs or something like that. Right. Which I when I see some of those guys at the gym, I ha- I hope. No, I don't. <laughs> I hope they're on drugs. Right. But <laughs> but it's like, but, how the hell do you do that if you're not on drugs? I'll always remember I had a, a a best friend in high school. His name was Jerry. And he always had a tough time. He was, a, he was you know, one of my best Drew, friends. Drew, I'm having a tough time. But he's a rascal. You know, like he, he, he was a pure rascal. And like he, uh, <laughs> we would play D&D together. And he would be the one that would Killer. always like stab us rascal. in the back. Like oh, okay. he'd be the one who was like. I think he had his own issues at home and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but I just loved him. But like, I'll never forget. Um, he talked to me senior year in high school about doing steroids and I played basketball. He didn't play sports, but he wanted to, you know, get it together. And like, I was like, I wouldn't man. And he was like, well, my uncle does it and it's not a big deal. And, uh, anyways, it was over at his house and he like showed me, he like shot it in his butt with a needle yeah. and like showed me he was doing it and stuff. And, I was like, that's really intense, man. And like, I, there was like this shame involved and he like, he kind of broke down and he said like, this is the, he flat out said, this is the only way girls are going to like me. Ooh. And he just said it like it was just his truth, you know? And yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he continued on it through college and, you know, whether he's on it or not to this day, he definitely is pretty cut up, you know? Yeah. And he has like a, what looks to be kind of a, what I would equate to like a, a Trumpian wife in Florida with like a we also blonde, in Florida. yeah, like a he's like a air traffic guy, and he's like a you know wears polos and is extremely chopped up and like I don't know. I just my thing end of the day is like all of us are just trying to figure out ways to be happy, and if that brings him happiness, go for it. But whenever I see pictures and stuff, I don't get on face. I haven't been on Facebook in like a year or two now, but like. When I used to, I had to block it because it always made me kind of sad because it felt like kind of a, a denial thing. Yeah, like, like, uh, yeah, you have that body, but at what price? Sure. You know, and, we, and I think it's we, I don't I don't know enough about the science. Like I know there are certain there's a lot of stigma and a lot of jo- like I think jokes and rumors like oh it makes your testicles small or it gives you acne. Like I don't know mm-hmm. how much of that excuse me is actually true um, because I think we want to. Um, get mad at people who use them because like you're cheating right um and like i don't know if this is true um but the 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 legend is when like um stallone came had like his resurgence when he was doing the the rocky and was doing all all the expendable movies yeah and they're like sly how'd you like people are saying you're taking steroids to do all this he's like yeah yeah i'm taking steroids yeah i'm an actor not an athlete yeah you know yeah and of course he's taking steroids of course but like to what degree and what kind and like uh the like and I'm even, I'm not even certain about the legality of all of it. Right. Because if you're not competing then as long as it's not I don't know laced with heroin or whatever is it illegal to do steroids? It's not illegal to do steroids, is it? I think it's well, I don't know. I don't know where you would be tested if you're not yeah, in a athlete, competition. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like if you're just doing it to discussion. or like or in a weightlifting competition, like right. then you would be all, any competition that that would be about your body yeah. and whether you naturally gained this thing. But yeah, yeah like so, he so said Jerry, I'm an actor. That's an yeah. interesting thing. Yeah, well, yeah, and if Jerry's doing that for yeah, exactly. Just, just for his lifestyle, just then so he can like, feel confident. Go get it. Yeah, go then, get it. Then like I I would also be worried about uh the, the like the repercussions when you stop 
yeah when the or when you ha- like the, the the when you get older and and you can't maintain it anymore sure and like with all these things like these are all just filling a hole like whether yeah. whether that full hole ever is actually feel filled i think we all kind of know our own truth for that but mm-hmm. usually no and so it's like he's still battling with that demon i'm sure and i think that's i mean that's where not only with steroids but like where you know one of the reasons i go to the gym or when i don't go to the gym for a long period of time, I feel really gross. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't know if it's because I have this, uh, like I look at myself and I'm like, I just, you pasty white thin guy work, you know, go, go to the gym. Even though I don't think I look a whole hell of a lot different when I've been working out hard and when I haven't been, mm-hmm. um, but it makes you feel good. And I can't tell you if it's endorphins or if it's just that satisfaction of like, I am going to the gym. I have this, I've been doing this thing. I feel a part of a greater social movement of gym culture, which makes, which fulfills a, a or, or it's an accomplishment of that, of that yeah, nature, maybe. right? Yeah. I feel like mostly it's the first, I feel like for most, like it's a chemical, it's actually a chemical reaction yeah, yeah, that's happening right? in your body. Like when you run, you release, it's not endorphins, but something, some, where is it endorphins? I can't remember. It's something's released. Yeah. We um, need to doctor that up. Yes. What you what you feel what but yeah serotonin it's it's, it's scientifically proven like that you you get a Science. positive yeah positive rush yeah um but yeah it's a it's a fascinating thing our own obs- like it's like that big David Foster Wallace thing of like you got to be so careful about what you worship like if you worship beauty you're never going to be beautiful beautiful enough sure. yeah and like we spend our lives worshiping things that are unattainable. And he's like, well that for him, he's like, that's why religion is kind of okay. It's awful, but also kind of okay. It's like, cause at least it's something bigger than you as opposed to like wealth or success or beauty or the thing that we choose to like put on an altar. Yes. Cause you're never, you're always going to never be enough of that thing on the altar. So it's like, and, and also, uh, if being the most beautiful person in the room is your goal, uh, you know, is there a point where you're done, right? Like, right now, yeah, yeah, no. There's I mean, always someone prettier. That's yeah. like, or I mean, because because that's something that is ultimately most all these things is relative, and and you know, are we ever satisfied? Sure. Yeah. Man, I feel like we went down a depressing hole for whatever we reason. did. So on this depressing note, let's take a quick break. Yeah, we'll, we'll maybe run some laps and then we'll come back. Yeah, in we'll a do second some push-ups and, and love ourselves. That's right, and in more ways than one. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> The other way would be all fucked up. If the B were... Oh, I suppose. Yeah, you're good. You're <sighs> a beat boy now. And we're back. Hey, Pickles. Hey. Hey, it's me, Pickles. Um, we didn't do any push-ups, but uh, we talked about less depressing things. Um, I get, Maybe that's a hard thing to avoid because why, is that why we exercise? We put on this face of like... I think it's just our natural relationship, honestly. I feel like you and I quickly... Uh, get into depressing topics yeah or like i don't know i think that we're interested in interested in not the same things but some of the same things and i think uh what's that supposed to mean no no no, don't go into that well like just that we like different things but we have they kind of orbit around each other um but like i don't know i think that's interesting (laughs) <laughs> that we that we do that yeah. i feel like i think that's fair I, to say yeah I, there are certain 
I guess there are certain people where you feel like they give you permission to talk about things that maybe other people don't. Sure. Yeah. Um, and if that's if we just start getting to these these spirals of man, people gotta be <sighs> Rascals. people. Rascals. Yeah. Well, I don't know. And then there's also like we see things. I think when we speak to people, we see parts of ourselves and respond to that too, which is an interesting whole other thing. Working out. Working out. It's Working good for out. Us. It's good for us, man. <laughs> man but it sucks it's like i think the worst one is running i think that's the least enjoyable but probably best thing you can do i i hear swimming is actually swimming and rowing i believe that i believe it i you know i did the it wasn't p90x but it was something else while i was in la and it was one of those where you like no weights so basically you're just doing like burpees body weight pull-ups yeah Yeah, what was it It was body something i think it was Uh, awesome i loved it it really like kicked my butt but like it destroyed my knees. See, I have. I mean, I've started having knee problems recently too. And um, yeah, man, I've. I that's why like things like rowing, uh, biking, stuff that just doesn't kill my joints. Yeah, is what I'm going to gravitate to. Well, towards. and like this was one of those like 90 day programs, and sure. like I do. Oh, the so you work first, your ass off. Yeah, and yeah. I do like the first 40, but then when you get to like the leveling up, that's when it started beating the shit out of my knees, and it was just like, I really enjoyed the doing it, but like. I was damaging my body. Yeah. And that's, and I think that's the, the sort of dividing line between, uh, those who can't, cause it's not, it's not just something that you want to adopt as a lifestyle. There are people who excel at it and those that just don't because fucking genetics. Yeah. You know, the like, way you're built or also the, the where like I was in a room with a hardwood floor working in my room, you mm-hmm. know? And doing jumps and jump. Maybe and, you should have had a pad or something. Yeah, like, but like a yoga mat wouldn't wouldn't be. You need you need like a padded floor because mm-hmm. you're doing full lunge like all the way. You could do it on a yoga mat, but you're not gonna. That's what I did. But you knock that shit out of the way pretty quick because yeah. you're going hard. Um, but yeah, I'm talking like I'm athletic. I'm not athletic, but you do your best. But yeah, well, like, <laughs> and it's something that we. We feel, I don't know, we feel an obligation to try, right? Because we want to be, and, and maybe this is because we're both in the in the arts and theater. Uh-huh, we're going to have a bunch of people looking at us. Yeah, and you, I don't know, and there's the, the vanity of it, maybe. No, totally, I had a costume fitting today, and I felt good because I had been working out for like two months. And, and you, like, did you lose some weight, Drew? I don't know, I don't really keep track of that. I assume maybe a little bit, but I think... I don't know. I just felt good. My face, I can see to my face. That's the big thing I yeah. notice. And then my arms, but like just trying on those costumes. And I still don't like my body, but I was able to like go like, yeah, I'm moving better than so than I, mean, I had. I don't like I I find it hard to like my body as well. Mm-hmm. And and I know that there are friends of mine who like and not even be like uh <laughs> causing I it it sounds weird cuz we don't want to. I don't want to say that. Oh yeah, a friend of mine would love to have my body, but it sounds weird to complain about your body when you are in quote unquote better shape than somebody else. Well, and I think there's that really interesting thing of like we're so blind to the things we just have because we have no experience without it. Exactly, and you, so do, like, you don't get mad until it's gone. Right. I have a friend that I'm sure would kill for my height. Or I'm sure yeah, I have a friend yeah. that would cl- kill for like to have shoulders. Like I've got wide <laughs> shoulders, but like with that said, it's my like friend's got 
I mean, like, you know, like, well, he's got no like arms. a smaller yeah, person. No, I, you know? I know exactly what you mean. It's but yeah, a... also a no-armed person would probably kill for shoulders, too. Yeah, and then arms, But then, too. like, I, I, like, you know, I have Good my stuff without without arms, trade, right? You know? I don't know. No arms or no legs. We've talked about this. What's what's worse? Oh, uh, ooh. I'm going to say this day and age, yeah, uh, this no, day and ar- age. no arms is worse. Yeah, I think I agree. What's scarier coming down a hallway at you in silhouette? Oh, I mean, somebody with like <laughs> doing like no arms. And I hope this doesn't offend anybody. It might. It might. Uh, you're saying what's what's scarier, though? I mean, not, neither because they're just human beings. That's yeah, such bullshit. I think no <laughs> legs would be scarier coming at you down a hallway. I don't know. You could, you could you, no arms though, like bouncing off the wall and like screaming. That'd be scary. Oh, well, too. If, you're, if you're like making them grotesque and cut, like, and if because they're if, in if, silhouette, it's just a silhouette. Well, why are they bouncing off the walls? Well, it's supposed to be scary. I mean, well, we then, can do any of it. Well, then anybody. No be, head is scary. Yes, yes, and especially if they're bouncing off the walls. I'm saying instead of being PC, what's what's scarier? Okay. It, uh, well, so is the person without legs uh, in a wheelchair? No, it would ruin the silhouette. Okay, well then, I don't know. That might be scary if they're like doing a sort of. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, it, it, especially if they were like moaning and they and they were a zombie. A, a zombie, yes. I have the guts trail like in Resident Evil Two right now. I'm playing that right now. It's oh, it's good. It's a fun game. Thanks. I've, heard, I've actually never played two. I really got into four. Four was my jam. You, well, the, you know. Six, I think, is for me where it peaked. That's like my top top. I love yeah. that shit. The first person, man, I just think it's fantastic. I'm but, an but two's really good. Yeah, I, I mean, I've heard. I hear they're all good. In their two own is ways. like the one. Two is the yeah. one where people are like, that was the greatest. That was the survival horror game that changed everything. And I'm glad I'm getting to play it. I remember watching my cousin play it when I was little, uh-huh. and I remember being amazed. Like they walked, like they were wounded when they yeah. were wounded, and that blew my mind. But I, it was too scary for me. I couldn't handle it. Um, yeah, but now I love it. Now I love scary stuff. But also, if it's really scary, my stomach turns and I kind of sit there in silence. I'm like, I'm not enjoying it. I can well, only I guess, play so much. I guess I've, I've never been so scared by a video game. Like, I get, I mean, I might get startled. Like, right. where'd that come from? Yeah. But like, oh my God. You're not doing it right. Okay, we got to get you <laughs> on a good... You've got a Steam on here. You should I get... I do have Steam. I'll give you... Um, You should play... Let me see. What would be... Um. What's that one called? Oh fuck! Uh, it's Dark Descent. What is? Uh, I'll think of it in a second. If you know, listeners, Machine of Pigs was the the sequel. Machine of Pigs. That yeah. should be enough to get us going, man. Uh, but it's like a first person. It was the whole like push of this like survival horror, like Doom. Yes, like Doom. But the 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 Doom Doom can be start. I mean, sure, it's scary because like. When you're not cheating, that you know you could die. Right, but the track they take with this one, and I'll remember it in a second. But so is Half Life. I love, I love Half Life. Right. Half-Life so too imagine those kind of games, but take away the guns. Oh, so you have like an axe? Or no, a, you don't have an axe. You have fists? No, you don't have fists. You have you're, you, you have, have no lantern. arms. You have a lantern that you hold with your fists. You're an armless person. You can't fight. You can't fight. That's not what it's about. It's about surviving. So you're getting hunted. Well, but couldn't you still use your fist? I am, you could. You I'm probably do as you get killed. You haven't even played this game. No, you don't I know. know. I mean, I'm, I'm questioning things. I'm not. Have, have you, I said it was bad yet? I'm questioning well, why, things. I'm telling you, the point of the game is not so. Like Resident Evil is a great example of like how all these other games have been built to like to like the same um, formula, which is start the game terrified, 
play the first couple hours where you feel like everything's going to kill you, slowly build up the character and their inventory till you feel kind of equal. And yeah. then by the end of the game, you have like a missile launcher or something. <laughs> so that is not... Just like life. Right. So that is not the game. Like, that's not what I'm into really anymore. Sure. I'm really into these games You've that are matured. like... matured. Yeah. But th- that said, Resident Evil 6 is kind of like that, but it's amazing. It's an amazing game, I I'll think. I'll check it out. But Resident Evil 2 is also really... It's a fun... If you've never played it like I haven't never played it, it's it's a cool... Just to see, like, the things... Also, just, like, a Japanese mindset of, like, a mm-hmm. like a different way of playing and a different way of looking at a lot of things, which is really cool, too. It's not a Western culture. Like, it's, like, there's just lots of cool things that they focus on as that a as a company yeah. that we mm-hmm. did that maybe an american company wouldn't have or would who knows but just like even just down to like inventory management is a huge piece of the game well, yeah because you have you have limited ammo that's always been a thing in Resident limited Evil. ammo and you have limited space so there's times where you'll like be like i really wish i could this. pick up this healing herb yep. but i can't spare these pistol yep. bullets um well, i mean I'm four, I, I played four i played four hardcore and like that's the, the but that's the one where four was where it jumped into action adventure like for it was like that's the one in africa right or no, at least no no yeah 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 you're chris redfield you, no what no, what happens not, in four four is uh you start off as like you're a cop detective and you're trying to get like the president's daughter who's been kidnapped um out of some mansion um and you start off in this this uh like abandoned village um it's all about you like risking- desert no 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 it's it's like it feels like um, I must be thinking of five. You might be. I heard five wasn't very good. Well, um, I, mean, I didn't play five. It's it, it's good, but it's kind of. I think I want to look up Resident Evil Four. Right well, now, look until he finds out. This has been Video Game Corner <laughs> with True Shirley, and yeah. I will insert some music right here. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> Leon's in this, so Leon is the one. He's in the second one. Yeah. Um. Yes, I get you now. Yes, this is a good one. Uh, five is the one where it got more into blowing shit up, but four is is like that as well. That's it's like a there's some blowing up in four, but I think it was oh, a nice yeah. blend of. No, it's super good. It's a yeah. good game, man. I liked it a lot. Now wait, no. Now this has been video game corner with Drew Shirley. Well, I want to play some other games. You want to talk about? No. Oh man, I keep all these false endings. What am Just I? Just kidding. Lord of the Rings three. Oh. <laughs> um. Return of the King. Anywho, uh, you look that up, and we'll ask some more. I'm just looking at pictures of it. No, 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 like, hey, man, this is, it's, we're just, we're, we're just, yakking, it's we're just two guys trying to stay on top. And a pizza parlor. There's no girl here, right? And now. there's no pizza, which is the real bomber. I know. Failed then. Hey, at least, well, I'll be Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, and you can be that other guy. See, that's fucked up too. <laughs> What's up with that? I had friends. I had like a friend in grad school who would always be like. I'm I'm like Batman and you're like Joker and he would say it in a way that he thought like that was flattering. Oh. I've had a couple of friends like that who would do I'm that. I'm sorry, I didn't mean. To, I was. I totally know you didn't. Again. I'm on a tangent, but I just think that's a really interesting like personal quirk that I think, or maybe the other side of that is maybe I'm too sensitive to that. You might be. You it's shouldn't some, care. Something to chew on. I mean, you probably shouldn't care. I shouldn't, but I am interested in that. Because you're the Ryan Reynolds of your own life, right? No, we're I'm all not. The, we're all I the was, Ryan Reynolds of our own lives. No, I, I I, didn't even know the movie you were talking about when you were talking about pizza. And the, Two guys, the, a girl in a pizza parlor on ABC back in like the no, ni- late, early yeah, 2000s there? means nothing to me. You've never seen that I've two seen Van seas- Wilder. I think, it was a, I think it was on for two seasons. Then no. Oh, man. It had that name, man. <laughs> Bless you. It had that name. What the inf- like? Two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. I know that name. Like, yeah, I know a, that title. Ryan Reynolds was in it. Okay, 
That's and funny. I'm the guy? Yeah. There was another guy who was in the TV show. There's two guys. One of them was Ryan Reynolds, mm. and the other guy was some other guy who wasn't nearly Died as... in obscurity in yeah. an alley somewhere. He, he might be dead, for all I know. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why the show was canceled. So uh, you're saying everyone gets to be their own Ryan Reynolds, and whoever they're with is some Some guy that we're all going to forget dude. about. <laughs> Darkness. Yeah. Anywho, so working out. Uh, <laughs> you keep trying. No, I like... but it, Talk to me about working out. Let's well, do it. Yeah, yeah, so... I think we were we were on last we were on uh, um, not not being pleased with our own bodies and sure uh, saying that other people might envy us for ha- I think we we were talking about not ha- like that you had people who were like oh yeah they may want my shoulders and that's how we got on this whole tangent of people not having arms we or legs bl- yeah we have blindness to our own things that are good and yeah. then we like the fact that I'm not going bald like I don't think about that every day yeah I, if we, I was going bald I'd be thinking about that every we day we both have lush heads of hair. Far lush, far lush, far to the lush, um, and no, and yeah, uh, and I and I suppose what maybe it's something to do like I got it. I I just criticize capitalism all the time in this podcast without like try. Well, I try to, but I don't. I don't seek to until it all of a sudden happens. Until it reveals its ugly head to you, and you have to snap its head off. I'm a poor person. Of course, I hate capitalism. Yeah. Um, and so I see that it, that it's perpetuated in, in like, like, like the, the article was saying, like in the media that we, we ought to be these certain ways. And, and even though like my girlfriend tells me that she loves me and she says like, there's like, like, I was like, me get these love, I have these love handles. She's like, oh my God, you don't have love handles. Yeah. And don't do it in that voice. Does she say that? No, no. She loves that voice. Okay. (laughs) That's that's uh, the baby. Oh, you look so pretty. He's a very old baby. That's <laughs> it's the oldest boom, baby. Boom. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, I'd be like, you can have love handles. Well, Just never the, do that again. Uh, what's the name of the uh, the? There's the baby and the old man for New Year's. You know, like when the old man last year bring in the baby of the new year. What is it? I was thinking about an old man in a diaper. As <laughs> I don't know. Like you've never seen that. Like baby New Year. Beats up old man last year. Oh, no, man. you gotta look that crap up. I got this and two girls in a pizza place. You 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 have lots of late to the party. Yeah. Um. Anywho, I think about an old man in a diaper wearing a sash of the previous year, getting beaten up by a a, a baby wearing the New Year's sash. Okay, it's a thing that exists. <laughs> um. Uh. Anywho, but like she 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 loves me, so she says. So but, she says. But I still. I have this in myself to like, well, <laughs> I, I don't think I see what she sees. And sure. I, and I tell her like that I think she's attractive. And I think she just like, um, and not that I don't think she has it as bad as I do where I'm like, I gotta, I gotta work out. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling in, like, and not even that I'm feeling insecure. I feel like I just have more confidence and a, a boosted sense of self when, when I go do. to the gym enough. Uh-huh. And and I and I just hope to God I'm doing it for the right reasons, you know. Like I I because mm-hmm. I, I think circles around and like, well, am I vain? Am I uh, narcissistic? It, what am I doing? Am I going to the gym because I think it makes me like? I tell myself, well, I go because it's the right thing to do. like. It makes me healthy. I want to live longer. I want to. Uh, yeah, but a, that's not why you're going. I mean, I I but I want to think that, and I, so I, right, I keep telling myself that. Yeah. Do you, do you think, Drew, you know me a little bit. Do you think that I go because I'm a vain person? Yes. Ah. 
but I like being. I like the idea of being healthy. <laughs> yeah, but that's not why you're going. It's not why most people go. I don't think that's why like 99% of the people go to the gym. Maybe it's not true, but I think it is because we're all shades of vain. We're all shade. We're all just trying to look better and feel better and or like tackle another problem through this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If we can solve, if I can solve my, <laughs> yeah. If I can if, fix this, then then I can move yeah. on to the next thing. And and fucking the com- the 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 fitness company uses that and oh, gets absolutely. you hooked into some fucking membership where that's, they're like, that's what I was gonna get into. Yeah. Here we go. Here's six months, or you could pay another five hundred dollars. You know, or it will just do a weekly. You know, exactly. like or it's like you yeah. better sign up for a year. I think they've got me and Erica for life. Like with our <laughs> hookup with the one we got. But you like, use your balls as collateral. Yeah. It's just so awful i mean it's but we could just so th- what but that's is, how they make money that's, but what, that's what, what why don't do. we just what is it that we can't like i have a friend who um is satisfied with just running yeah or work out in your basement like just get a bench set yeah, like I especially used to, I used this to five that. by five all i need is a you need a power you need a power rack and a bench yeah you need to be able to do squats yeah i mean you could just get two weights are so expensive i have never understood that yeah, why is weight so expensive like, have you seen them at Target? Like, it's like yeah. $40 for like a 20 ball, uh, pound And of course, dumbbell. they get heavier as the, yeah. and the price goes what up. What is that? Can't you just, if you buy something that's not a weight, but weighs that and use those? Like, I'm like. You could buy, you could just make concrete weights your own, on your own. And just yeah. Just trim off stuff. and Bags of rice. Yeah. Weigh them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's gross. The, uh. But it, it, it my worked. cousin it used to come. used to uh, put just textbooks in duffel bags, and then he'd weigh those and like and then he'd add more textbooks. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I kind of like that because it's already got like a, a good grip on there and just yeah. How would you work out if you were on an island, a deserted island? How would you work out, or would you just be starving so juggle you'd be coconuts. thin and beautiful? <laughs> you would juggle coconuts. <laughs> yeah, but you would juggle. I'd learn how to juggle. <laughs> And get real cut. <laughs> I would go right to juggle. I like that. That was your like first response, juggling. I'm a first. Do you responder. think you'd be good alone on an island? Oh, I mean, for a while. I well, mean, how do you think it would go? I mean, so we've see, all seen too many. We all have all seen Castaway. I think we're all going to th- compare. Like, either we've read Robinson Caruso or mm-hmm. we've seen Castaway, which are the same thing, right? Um, except one doesn't have a a. a uh, what do you call it? A volleyball penis. and a volleyball. <laughs> that too. Um, <laughs> uh, would I be good? So I like how my first thought went to not survival, Juggling. but loneliness. Oh, lo- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like cool. I didn't think like, oh, would I? Because cool. I don't. I barely know how to make a fire. Right. I was I was in Boy Scouts very briefly in high right. school. Would I know how to make shelter? Like I should be thinking about those things before I think like, oh man, I'd be lonely. Lonely, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I wouldn't have my. I think I'd be fucking terrible. Oh no, I would die. Yeah, like if if I didn't have any, if it was just me, I would die. What do you think would make it possible for you to to make it? What would be like the one thing that would probably uh, a quick training course, a one month training or, course or, in survival, something or or like a a pre built shelter, like if there was a, a shack and. It's and, all set up for you, and some, and like I didn't have to have all the food, but I had to have something to to start with, and and I like maybe uh, and maybe in that shack a survival guy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and waterproof matches, totally, <laughs> totally, and a hatchet. All you need is a hatchet. We've At all read the end hatchet. of the day, all you need is a hatchet, a waterproof survival guide, fire, waterproof matches, and a shelter. 
and a good attitude and some starting vegetables that's right that's right you'll be fine and uh, uh a, a manual for juggling yeah yeah i would juggle that, coconuts that's what that's what you'd you'd you'd, do, you'd make a game like how long you could juggle right. um and you try to beat your record do you like coconut milk yeah, it's all right it's not for me i mean it's got apparently the the i think coconut uh has protein too it's uh so that's how you get that's how you get swole, man. Get that sweet protein. Yeah, get that coconut milk. Get that and, and you could use it for your cooking. You could use it like mm-hmm. instead of your vegetable oil. Yeah. So that'd be nice. You could you could cook your coconut in <laughs> So you coconut don't burn oil. your pan, your rock pan. That's right. Yeah. Uh but speaking of here we are back, yeah, back protein, to weightlifting. Protein. Yeah. You know, that so there's a lot of memes that have that have are in cult they, they exist in this culture that are all revolve around like us being swole, us yeah. being jacked, like it's yeah. Make it, uh, what what is what was the phrase you used? You said uh, gains. Yeah, gains. Gains is the big one. Yeah. yeah. Um. All these like these are just tossed around. Um. You know, or like, do you even lift, bro? Like it's mm-hmm. it's um, it's a big part of culture. Uh, yeah. To be a buff person, I can see why your but friend Jerry like, yeah. was so concerned. But about it's also it. like I feel like a big part of culture to like be these things without having done it, or like be these things without acknowledging it's part of your life. Like I think almost everyone in their ideal situation, they're like the one who like looks really nice and either jacked or even better thin but not jacked and just kind of muscly. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds, slender. Yeah, but. Um, that never comes at, like it's not that person at the party going like I went to the gym today, man. I just really got after it. Or like, well, yeah, because you, yeah. you, you to be truly cool, it's the silent you can't killer. talk about it. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. If, yeah, exactly. Well, it needs yeah. to just happen. Yeah, it needs to be who you are as opposed to. Yeah. Uh, so be, either to be you're ne- a serial killer that wakes up at 5 a.m. and does it, and then like goes about your day, or you got to be somebody that goes and just, and just keeps that secret. Yeah. Which is who I'm gonna be. Well, because because like. Right. We again. We were basing our idea of masculinity, and I'm I'm speaking about men very specifically because we are both men, and that's that's my point of reference. Um, <laughs> I mean, I know, I know. I just thought it was well, because I don't want to exclude. Like, <laughs> this is getting very guy talk about this. Um, it's okay. It's no, no, Ben's time. I know, Drew, but that doesn't mean Why I do don't we care. I mean, like, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, but I'm also like, we're in such a it's such an interesting time right now, man. Yes, not like is. you're not trying to hurt anyone by talking about your experience and it is beautiful and empathetic well, to always try and reach out and go like I'm not trying to exclude you but also like wh- how we are like as a culture at such a point that we're walking on eggshells to ever like offend an invisible person sure sure and I it's know. like it's like a really interesting and impossible juggling act that everybody has like to coconuts figure out on, on a desert island like, exactly thank you but it's like such a it pisses me off too it's like it really well then drew i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> but go away i mean we can address this maybe off mic drew is this something you want to talk about off yeah mic? let's throw it out no i don't know <laughs> um, no go back to what you're saying yeah, uh uh um that some movies have this idea like there's this there's the handsome debonair character who clearly lifts all the time but never talks about it still drinks alcohol has everything and, right and we want to have that but their we, life is like shredded they like live in an apartment with like a cot and like they drink all day like there's nothing saying like i go to the gym yeah but, but they're like chiseled yeah and, yeah. and possibly yeah um, because they're an actor 
Right. You know, who they're on steroids. They're on steroids they're, and they're paid they're alone. They're paid to do like when they're not shooting, they're off. They're off camera with a personal trainer pumping just to look cut for that for that the one or two one or two scenes that's where in the they're contract. not wearing. That's in the contract. The days that you have the shirtless scene. So yeah. like actors yeah. know the day that they need to be ready because that's part of it. Like whether it's whatever kind of movie it is, that's actually usually a thing for big budget films is like today's the day of like Thor takes off his vest. And, and so the actors know picks. that. Yeah, yeah. So they kind of build around that and they prepare for like a week around that. That makes sense. Yeah. Because I, I just heard like uh, with certain films, like um, I think it was Wolverine, not the Wolverine or whatever. Like it was the one where he. Uh, Man, it, Logan was so good. Logan was good. Uh, where uh, he's in Japan for most of the film. Yeah, that movie was so bad. <laughs> but he is he doesn't wear his shirt for a lot of that movie. Mm-hmm. And I just heard like off... You know, he was doing push-ups and curls yeah. and just like just weird now yeah, getting ripped. Yep, yeah, just so he could look could look uh, you know bulging for yeah. the for those shots. Hugh Jackman's amazing, man. Oh, that you know he's a he is uh, he's a freak, and he's like he likes to sing songs. No, like he's a freak. he's a fancy man. No, I I, I uh, and I hear he's a nice guy too. Yeah, like, he by all uh, accounts, as far as looking at him, seems like he's got a lot of stuff together. Yeah, and one of those out of nowhere dudes too. Which yeah, he is awesome. appeared. Yeah, he. I saw him in the first X Men film. Brian Singer was like, "Let's give this weirdo a shot." Yeah, can you imagine if it was like Nick Cage or somebody? Oh, would have changed everything. <laughs> as Wolverine, yes, please. I'd watch that still. Are you excited for the Phoenix movie coming up? I'll see it. Uh, I, mean, like I think I've seen all the garbage. X-Men films yeah. up to this point. I want to see it too. It's hot garbage, I'm thinking. Oh, probably. probably. I'm, I'm I'm way behind. Like, not way behind, but uh, I'm a little behind the Marvel Universe. And the, even did you though, watch the Infinity War stuff? I did see Infinity Thanos Wars. Or... I haven't seen Ant-Man and Wasp. That's... Ugh. Is it garbage? It's garbage, man. Flaming garbage? Flaming. It's a dumpster fire. Is it really that bad? Uh, no, people have fun. It's a dumpster fire, though. If you love comics, I feel like it's a dumpster well, fire. Well, isn't, isn't what Marvel has... Isn't what Disney has done to Marvel been uh, an affront to people who enjoy the comics? No, I like. I really enjoy Infinity War. I really like some of the Netflix stuff. I, like the Punisher I was enjoying. I didn't got canceled. I feel like all the really? stuff that... Yeah. Uh, I kind of liked what they did with Daredevil on the TV series. I watched the first, series, the first season. I enjoyed it all right. Um, but like... Yeah, it's hard, man. Luckily, now they're at a place where they can like take risks, like they Ragnarok, like Ragnarok where they can actually be like the comics. Well, now they're an Academy Award winning franchise. Did you see Spider Man Into the Spider Verse? No, I had. Holy I will, I will, I will. shit, that's good. That's, that's the good one. Yeah, yeah. If we're and talking about examples but that's of Marvel, Sony. is it? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm almost positive. But I thought that that went up. That's no, I, that's why Sony, he's like in the other movies. I Sony thought. Sony lets it like allows him in. leases uh, the use of Spider Man in the Marvel films, but Sony still owns the rights. Interesting, to cool. Well, then kudos to them for being so pretty sure. brave. The animation style was totally unlike well, anything what, I mean, I'd seen. The, the music was totally. Yeah. And I heard it's it's representation. It was it's like the I heard it was the uh, the superhero film that we needed right now. I don't know. I like the writing. I heard it was good. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. He said, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of agenda stuff like right now about like stuff that's not like it's true. Like Miles Morales is not is 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 not a white Peter Parker. Like, and that's awesome. But I just I don't know. I feel like like 
it, it is awesome and that's great that people get to see themselves reflected as these characters and then another yeah. side of me is also like but it's a great story like that's what we should be celebrating it's like an amazing story absolutely as opposed to like this uh, an we should we shouldn't applaud it for necessarily we should we should we shouldn't applaud it for fitting into a slot that people need to fit it into yes. a slot so yeah. that they can celebrate it we should applaud it because of the what we do as humans is tell stories and this was an extremely well and, done story but like, i also but i like whenever i get because i've had this conversation with other yeah. people like about wonder woman about spite like uh, right. um uh you know diversity in casting and things like sure. that and it's and i i it's it's strange because i never want to approach it from like i, I want to say like because I have the luxury of like having seen, I know you just said it, but like I think I don't value, I, I I understate how important it probably is for people to see representations of themselves. Like like sure. I see I see a strong female or a strong black person. Like I've been, I was raised on that. Like I I can say like, oh yeah, it they should be good stories. That should be the first thing. Right. It should be a good movie first, right. and then if and then it should be a side note that like, Oh, he, he happens to be black. But, but however, when it's new for someone, then that's like, that's that. Cause then I heard, cause I did, you, you, I read some articles um, from both like from black Panther. And when wonder woman came out, like it, like, like 12 year olds saying like, it was the most like at, at this age right now, like the most important thing I've seen is this because I feel empowered. I feel yeah. like, I have this thing I can look to. It's a voice for me. Yeah, exactly. And I know you did say that. Um, and I guess, and I think. No, that's awesome. And that's awesome for them. I just feel like for me and you, two white dudes talking on a podcast. Yeah. I'm like. Ooh. No, and, and and that's what we have. That's that, their we, narrative. Yeah, we have like, that luxury of, I don't know if it's a luxury. But no, I think luxury. that's what you said is really true too, though. The way you were like, you know, we've had an experience where we've been able to see reflections of ourselves. Yeah, I watched John McClane and Schwarzenegger. Like, I watched sure. all these. So that that also James makes Bond, a lot of sense. You know, where it's like it is speaking from a p- point of privilege to say like we should focus on the story. That's true. I mean, and I'm not trying to like argue necessarily. Just, oh, that's like, a, we should we should argue a little. It's interesting. <laughs> well, yeah, it's good. Sure, sure. We want some dynamics on the. Yeah, podcast. there you go. Um, but I, I, I mean, I, but also I don't want what I would, what would be the, not the worst thing, but what would be frustrating is that if it was also like, oh, let's just a black hero and then it's not good. Right. Like fortunately, Black Panther was also a pretty good movie. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. It great. So it had like, it, it was something I could watch because like, this is, it, it didn't matter what his race was, but that he was also black meant a lot for people who needed a, a, a black hero to as, as a form of you know representation? Um, sure, that's why it's like a good a, a good movie. Yeah, it's a sticky thing. It's like an interesting. It, no, it is because it. I think it's in, in an era too of like, uh, what do I get to talk about? Like, how do I how do I engage in this conversation? It's an interesting. Thing. Well, I think if, as as long as we're honest about what our truths are, and that we. Any human is going to make a mistake when they're talking about culture. Sure. Um, and and I accept that I'm not going to be like right all the time. And that I will. The more I t- the more you talk, the more chances you 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 have of of offending somebody. That's just sure. that's just how it, it works. Right. And especially when you you decide to publish things online, like what right. we're, we're doing, it, it might happen. And I'm I don't want to do that, but I'm also not going to. Um, completely censor myself or not express an opinion that I don't think is, um, I mean, 
And that's, I guess that's the thing. Like, do I, I don't think it's going to hurt anybody. And that's what gets people into sticky situations in the first place. Right. Mm -hmm. They don't think it's going to hurt somebody, but it. Yeah. We're in such an interesting era right now of, uh, uh, being fitness culture, being (laughs) punished by invisible forces. Um, but I guess that's, I talked to a lot of people about this and I think that is what, other people have been feeling for their whole lives and now white males are starting to feel that and don't know how to deal with it very well of of being punished by invisible forces yeah or real forces you know like that now we finally have to worry about what we say because we might like offend someone yeah and and think about how for the longest time a lot of people always were like we weren't because we could say whatever like sure, 1950 sure, sure. We, we've seen uh, uh um that John Ham show, that famous John Ham show, Madman, bad, ma- bad, mad, madman, bad, mad, madman, um, where they could just say whatever they want, and totally, and, totally, and and no one cared because they're white guys, right? Um, and now we have to be considerate, sure, and 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 not even be considerate like I'm not, I'm holding back all the racist things I'm thinking. It's it's also it's about em- you know it's about empathy. We have to start being we're now being encouraged. I think, and I don't like to think of it as negative things. I. I'm being encouraged by society to be more empathetic, to be more considerate of others and not, and to speak my mind, but also be like ready to have open dialogues and be open-minded sure. about other people's ideas. Sure. Um, Cause I think that's, Im- I think that's important. You know? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so working out, <laughs> um, do you, would you? I so I think we have, we, but I'm still not sure. Okay, what we haven't gotten to is why you're late to this. So you played baseball in high school. You you you've been in and out of physical. Like, why do you feel like now you're late to the party? Are you? Do you feel like you? This is the first time you've really gotten into it. But because it sounds like you're doing some some uh, uh, you're doing like body weight stuff in California. You did baseball in high yeah, school. Yeah, I think I was like, always kind of doing athletic stuff and but this, this is the first time you feel like you've really no I, I think it'd just be more of an interesting thing to look at like how we all do of like uh i don't think it's ever a thing that becomes at least for me a permanent life change uh-huh it's a temporary like you do it for a while right you fall so off how do you get to, how do you how do you stay at the party i guess is the okay the challenge all right i can do it maybe you're not yeah. maybe you're not late so much as like and do you want to stay at that party yeah, you're in gym? and out <laughs> You know, you're getting a little too. bored. <laughs> totally. I mean, it takes a certain kind of personality. Sure, sure. Day in, day out, this thing. So do you think you're going to stay at this quote-unquote party? I, Drew? you know, no, I don't. But I'd like to see how long I can go at that yeah, party. It's a, And that, because I've had that same problem with, with physical fitness as well. Like, I'll, I'll do it for, like, I did it when I first moved to Chicago and I wasn't, um, I was in and out of plays all the time, but I was always making time because I wasn't dating anybody. I was making time to like gym, gym, gym. Like it was, I, w- I went mm-hmm. religiously mm-hmm. for like three years. Didn't see much results, but I was going all the time. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I did like Tony and Tina's wedding and started dating, uh, getting into a serious relationship where it just kind of, it, it fell off completely. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I wasn't distracted at first by my inactivity, but later... Like the, when you don't do it for a long time, and it was such a part of my life for a while, it it beca- it I missed it. I missed it. 
Um, but then I was wondering if I was missing working out or I was missing a sense of individualism. Right. Like individuality. <laughs> individualism. Um, that... That, like I was doing, committing to all these other things that were out, were were not out of my control. But like working out is something that you do control. It's like the ultimate. It is it embodies self improvement, right? Like it mm-hmm. is you working on you, right? Taking the time to work on you. And I took a lot of solace in knowing that I had the time, you know, three times a week to work on me. Hmm. Um, and I missed that. Um, but not that I, not that it wasn't replaced by things that I also found very satisfying, like a healthy relationship and playing work. with Play-Doh. Yeah. Playing with Play-Doh. Yeah. Cause everything goes with Play-Doh. Yeah. Ice cream cone in a cone in a cup. Ice cream play shop scoops the fun up. What? Everything goes with Play-Doh. What do you? It's an old commercial from like, I, I don't know, like... 94, 1994. <laughs> I don't know. Ice cream comes in a cone or a no. cup. <laughs> no. Ice cream play no, shop I don't scoops know this. the fun up. That's I like it. That's fine. It's, I'm sure it's on some sort of Ice long string of 90s cup. commercials on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, maybe you can use that as the intro. Yeah, I could. I'm looking for... It was either, I was going to do that or some like Jane Fonda thing, but yeah, I could do both. Nice. Yeah. I'll find it or I'll try. No promises, listeners. Yeah, listeners. Um, So, well, so this is a little different then. So you weren't like late to it, but you're in and out of it, Um, which is which I think is, is interesting. And I think it's is... I mean, indicative of, of this workout culture, right? right? We, at some point we have the time for it. We work our asses off and then it gets hard and then we have to stop Yeah, because most of us aren't lifers. Well, and I feel like most of the time something else, like you said, you have to pick what you're going to focus on. Priorities. And yeah, yeah. I mean, it becomes, it's a big part of your life. It takes some two hours of your day. If you work out for an hour, it takes two hours of your day. Yeah. Yeah. With um, like commute or yeah, just stretching. Yeah, take a shower or cardio. whatever. Yeah. 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 So it's like, what are you trading? Mm-hmm. And like have kids or something. And God, good luck. Buy. I can't imagine having children and getting to the gym on a regular basis. I don't yeah. know how you do it. Some people do. Uh, some people do, but they, mm-hmm. they probably make either, either their... <laughs> what some people might call uh, neglectful parents or they have, <laughs> or they have a lot more money and they can afford daycare until, time, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I know my brother doesn't get to the gym. Right. <laughs> and he's got kids. Right. Um, so is this, is it, but is this something that given, given our, our, I think our complicated relationship with working out, is this something that you'd recommend to other people? Working out? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think, you know, there's lots of bad things like the membership, mm-hmm. I think, just is a complicated thing on a number of levels. I think there's a I think with all things, you should look at why you're doing it. Yeah. You know, if any if we can be present for apparently I should stop because I'm a very vain anything. man. Well, no, I mean, I think that we're all vain. I think I'm vain to want to go there. I just think that's the truth. I just think that we want to look better. I don't think vanity has to even have a negative connotation, you know, that's a good. And I thing. think yeah, that, okay. you know, it's just like anything where it's like even just me wanting to talk about like these Marvel films, like maybe I need to spend some time looking at that. Like, why am I so impassioned about this part? And like this part. And like, what does that mean? Well, to Chris, me? Chris Evans, hot abs. You just want to rub them. Yeah. Just want to butter them. Yep. Um, but like, it's Put a on that toast. Yeah. I think that I would, 
I think that we all know working out, like taking care of yourself is a positive thing, but it is an even better thing, I think, to try and be like present for like, why am I doing these yeah. things? And sometimes we'll never figure that stuff out, but I feel like there's also lots of us that go through life that never think about it. Yeah. And we just sort of go step to step as opposed to trying to take some time to figure out why am I doing this? What do I want? Why am I doing this? And with me, I want to go to the gym so I feel better about myself. Yeah. You know, vainly. Hey, I mean, as long as I think if you're honest with yourself, honest with yourself, that it's the most important thing. And there's something cool about having a routine, actually, for oh, even I, me as a person who doesn't really like routine. There's something good I because well, because the the routine is just that you go as long as you can change what time it is that you go. I think that's like perfect for me. I like having always having a thing to do, yeah. and a thing that I'm comfortable with doing. But not having to go at the exact same time right. every three days or whatever, you know, right. that's what that's what a rut is to me. Right, that's why work sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Well, uh, any link, any additional lingering thoughts, Drew, that you have on on because it sounds like you are more of a proponent. I mean, yes, of physical exercise, <laughs> but also spiritual, emotional, um, as well. Like it's it's about self-awareness and about I knowing what we all prioritizing need to try and yeah take care of ourselves and take care of other people as best we can and that if that helps you do that that's a really good thing um it does feel kind of selfish that working out is kind of selfish it's sense. totally selfish but a lot of the times i think with most things in life yeah if well, you're, everything we do is selfish right? well i was just gonna say if you're good to yourself it's easier to be good to other people and yes. there's like, we have a there's real a lesson, just like when you're having a bad day, it's harder to be generous to somebody at the grocery store as opposed to when you feel good. Yeah. And like, if this is something that could help you feel better about yourself, that will allow you to maybe not rush to judgment when someone else maybe Pay uh, treats you poorly or yeah, or kind of looks past you or something. Exactly. You know? So I think, you know, it's just healthy. It's good. Like it's actually healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, Some wise words from Jew Shirley. Get deep. Get deep, <sighs> D. Um, would you like to reiterate any plugs, Drew? Before we, nah, I'm not that way. If you <laughs> want to go check out one year checkoff, that's cool. If you want to come see Hamlet, that's cool. Uh, you don't um, have a website yet, do you? No, I don't think I'll have a website ever. No, nah. well, you can listen to what's what's what remains of my podcast. Yeah, check out his podcast, DM Drew. If you DM want to listen to some Dungeons and Dragons podcast, it's fun. Uh, follow, listen, subscribe, check Drew out. Um, thank you, Drew. This thank has been, you. This has been a good look. We've had a good discussion. I, I hope feel you had a good time, man. I um, did. I always to be a part of your adventure. Yeah. I always have a good time chatting with you. It's just like work all over again, Uh-oh. but sure don't feel like work. Oh, okay. Hey. 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 We Ooh. don't do that normally. That no, we was don't. Just something that we was, just did and, and that I moment. was the one who was And we did it with eye contact, we which did. made it even worse. I don't and know. And better. Exactly. I mean, it was a moment for us <laughs> and I hope. I hope it translated. Just two men naked doing a podcast, staring at each other, yeah. singing. Well, I was fiddling with myself too, but anyway. fiddling, fiddling. I was staring or, at your tummy. Were you violining? <laughs> Any? Oh, we could go on. Anywho, see y'all next time. Bye, Grandma. There was a little Spanish bee, a record star, Dodie Heard of singers like Beatles, the chipmunk he's seen on TV. Why not a little Spanish beat?